Welcome to the Go After Your Passion podcast with Christina Crowley. Live a life you love. If not now, when? Here's Christina. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Heike Yates with me today. She is a fitness and nutrition expert, helping women around the globe stay fit for over 30 years. Heike's passion is empowering women over 50 to say, yes, I can, and take back their health and strength to live a vibrant lifestyle. Welcome. Welcome, Christina. So nice to have you today. I'm excited. Well, thank you for, for coming on. And um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Ooh, I have a long story. And if you <laughs> let me lose, I will never stop. Well, my name is Heike. And so it's, I'm from Germany. People always scratch their head and wonder whether I'm Canadian or God knows where I'm coming from. <laughs> That's often. But I moved from Germany, from the southern part of Germany, from the Munich area to the U.S. over 32, 33 years by now. And uh, basically, never look back. I've always been super happy here in the States. This is now my home. I've lived here longer than I've been in Germany. Ah, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what brought you over here? My desire to travel, honestly. I couldn't care less what job I was going to do unless I didn't want to be a, um, a babysitter. I was like, okay, I will not be an au pair. I'm like, uh-uh. So I worked for the foreign service for the first four years while I was here. Nice. That and, sounds interesting. And so tell us about your passion. Oh, I have many passions. It starts with eating and exercising, being happy. So they all tie together just in one big bunch of passion because they all tie together with your mindset mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you eat healthy, then you feel good. If you exercise, you're, you're happy, endorphins come up. And if you surround yourself with happy people, you have a really good life. I mean, it's, it's a whole package that comes together for me. Definitely. I find that most of the people I talk with are multi-passionate. And so how, what inspired you into that, into that passion? What inspired you to, uh, you know, do that passion? You know, uh, when I grew up in, in Europe, you always exercise in one way or another. There is public trance, but everybody bikes, rides, takes public trance, walks to the train stop or whatever, the Straßenbahn and all these things. And it stopped when I came here and I would mostly sit. And being at a foreign service, you sit even more on your, what I call the butt ski, all day long. And then, you know, I love dancing. So that's one of my other passions that I don't talk about it that much, but I, I love salsa and tango dancing. But back then, I just said a lot. I met my first husband who was a sort of dancer, but we loved to go out and have fun. And he was a little bit of an instigator for me to get exposed to exercise, especially after my oldest one, who's now 32, um, was born and I gained a lot of weight, like more than the norm. And I couldn't get the weight off. And so my girlfriend said, why don't we just go to the local YMCA? They have cheap classes and they're almost like dancing and they work on all of our body parts, as in the belly, the flabby butt, the then flabby arms. And she said, I bet you love it. So it's like, at this point, I was thinking, are you crazy? 
an exercise class? Me? All right, I'll come. So we did the first class. I just loved it because it was back then it was called dancer size. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's Zumba or whatever they call it, but it was just dancer size and two favorite tunes and you learned your dances and they used weights and they did some core work and it was just fun. And back then they said, you know, we need more teachers and you look really well when you move in class. And my husband said, this is great. Get out of the house. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's how it really got started, that it was just fun for me. I never looked at it as work when I was teaching classes because it just was so interesting because it was so different from what I had done up until then. And now I go out into like back then we went to churches with boom boxes and a, a pair of dumbbells and a rolled up mat and you had your little tape and then you <laughs> in, and then you taught people exercise and everybody had fun. What is there not to like about that? Exactly. And so, you know, what lessons have you learned by, by going through that process? What has it taught you? The initial process or as, as I continued? Well, I, I think both because it sounds like it's two different things for you. Well, the initial part is the fun. And as you get dive deeper into exercise, people don't think as much of it as fun anymore. They think of it as work and sweating and effort and, and, oh, it's overwhelming and it's too long and it's too hard. Whereas back then it was all really about the fun and the community that got together every Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock at the church and everybody knew everybody's business and we shared. And then it kind of sprinkled out a little bit into more like the clubs and the studios and people were not as close. They were not as sharing as much. It was just like, I'm getting in here to get fit. I want to get a tight butt. I want a flat belly. I want big arms. And that's that. And so that community kind of fell away over the years a little bit. And um, we're try I'm trying to foster that there is still this community. It's a little bit harder because everybody's so busy. And we have now the internet. And that's difficult at times to come across with a community like this. But it's different things. And when you think about how... I still think of exercise. Yes, it's sometimes painful, but it is so much fun when you just think about how you feel afterwards and how accomplished you feel. And it's not so much about, oh, I lost the weight or I built the muscle or I, my butt's hanging less. It's really about, God, I accomplished something. This is fantastic. It's good for me. I breathed better. I de-stressed. Oh my God, I slept so much better last night because I exercised. And ate healthy and the whole package together. But so there's, it's going through a transition and it still does, but I still want to keep, I keep thinking back of it's happy. It's fun. It's something that you do because you just connect with other people that love the same thing you do. Yeah, that's wonderful. And then uh, it, it sounds like it's what, it seems like this may have taught you a bit of resilience. Has it helped you with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I think about my life and how I experience my different uh, branches in my life, whether it's the mindset part, the nutrition part, uh, or, or the exercises, how do you go from here to there the best way possible? And it's not about perfectionism, but it's about, you know, 
how can I transition now? How can I be as happy or different happy or get different benefits as I age? Just back then it was just like, oh, get fit and looking good and strong and lean. And now it's about be functional, be strong, be, be resilient in what you do in every day for yourself. So yeah. the, the, the view of how we view exercise, and it's not when you look at Instagram and you look at women uh, my age and you think everybody is hard body women in their 50s <laughs> and 60s and you're like, no, it's really not like that. Um, but it's really also not as bad as sometimes that we think about it's like oh my god look at me i'm totally out of shape maybe you're not maybe you just see yourself that way and it's really not true and if you just ate a little bit better did a little bit better in your exercise program you felt better about yourself just a little bit better nothing significant and i think just looking at this from a just do a little bit better each day take baby steps we'll get or you long. yeah will get you to something happier, better, and, and whatever better is varies from person to person too. So we have to make our own decision to what that better means to us. Yeah, I definitely think every little step, as long as you keep trying to go forward, when you have a few, uh, you know, unfortunate steps backwards, you, you, you it does give you that resilience. And, uh, and so, I know there are some people who I have been interviewing about their passion and they, and this may not have happened to you, but they feel that their passion, you know, to stay, you know, and do their passion, not like their passion is any out of this world thing. They've gotten negative comments from people. They've been, um, you know, there has been something they've had to find within themselves to stick to their passion that, you know, they may have gotten something uh, their passion. They they don't always have family members who are supportive. And it sounds like you maybe did have, you know, good support or not. What would you say to people who don't always have that support that they need to follow it? Ooh, that's that's a deep dive into relationships. And you know, if you don't find the support at home, that really stinks. But you you know, when it starts out with family support, that's really tough because that is your core group of people. If your sister doesn't support you or your partner, your wife, this is a tough one to get away from and to get around. But I feel that you can find that support somewhere else. And what I tell my women is if you have no support from your closest friends, don't talk about your goals. Don't tell them that you started intermittent fasting and this is your, your, your thing right now, or that you are going to, the, to, to do this workout every Thursday morning now. Don't talk about it because you know they will put you down and talk you out of it, which is another thing. It's like, oh, you look great. You don't need this. And why would you do that? That's so silly. So I tell them, don't talk about this with these people because they will not support your goals find people outside their community that is supporting that passion that you have and that new thing that you're starting. And it could be if you're meeting in a group, whether it's online or in person, these are like-minded people. And with those people, you can share your wins and your goals and your passions and your setbacks and, and things like that. 
but I would not talk about this to somebody who's not supportive. You can always make something up where you go in that one Thursday morning at 10 o'clock. It doesn't really matter. But, and that's, that's a, that is a tough one with the family or like the office too, how many times in offices I hear from my clients where they say, oh, we got the snack pack. I'm like, what's in the snack pack? And it's really what I call really crap food. There's nothing valuable in the food. It's just sugar and tons of carbs and even more sugar, nothing healthy to eat. And they're like, but yeah, it's right in front of my face. I can't resist. And I'm like, well, tell them to put it in a different room or tell them if they buy snacks, they buy A, B, C, and D and not what's in that basket that they schlep on. And this just recently happened with my husband in his office uh, now that we're in COVID, um, his office is closed, but what did the office people miss the most? Their snack boxes. Mm -hmm. So we were online trying to find like the best, healthiest snack boxes that there is. And I was like, okay, let's see what they say to this. They loved it. They were like, this is such good stuff in there. I'm like, yeah, it's not just mm -hmm. sugar. It's not the lollipop or a cookie. And I was, I was really proud of him that he, he was willing with me to go, not what they normally had. I'm like, let him try it. They will love it once they have that choice. Yeah, so you don't know what you don't know, do you? So true. <laughs> so very true. And so you help women over 50. Correct. What is special about you choosing that? That is my age bracket. And I feel that I can relate to where many of them have started, you know, started from no exercise, having children, becoming the empty nester, maybe starting a career along the way, getting to the point where, okay, nest is empty, or they've reached the stage in their career where they're like, okay, this is as high as I want to climb. Now I have more free time. And now I have time to look at what I want, what I need, what are my dreams that I've had back then? Or even saying, well, I, my dream was to become a mom and have this job, which is great too, but now what? What is happening after 50 or 55 where we're going, hmm, let's see, what is my next half of life look like? Yeah. Is it determined by the kids, the grandkids, a job, or is it defined by what I thought I wanted to do? I mean, I love traveling. So to me, it's all about going, exploring new countries, eating exciting foods and, and seeing more of the world. But it doesn't have to be. We all have different mm -hmm. visions of ourselves. But there is a time when you go, okay, it's time now. I need to take care of my body better. I really need to hone into my nutrition because I want to, be leaner. I want to feel better. Again, I go back to sleeping better, uh, having less stress and really enjoying that second half in our life mm -hmm. to its fullest, to the dreams that we thought they wanted, they, that we wanted to explore an adventure, let's say, mm -hmm. right? So adventure out for part two of your life. And so is there a particular place you find that women start or with with this process you start wherever you are and that's, that's yeah. bottom line because we come from such different backgrounds mm -hmm. but in the end we all from my experience up till now 
we all meet at the same spot, which is our mindset. Yeah. Where we go, I need a little help. I need a little bit more confidence. I need a let go of fears. I need to, um, I need to let go of what has held me back. And that's where we all come to these, these um, connection that in the end brings us all together as it, when it comes to where do we connect? What is one, somebody's listening to this, they kind of hear themselves in this. What is one tip you can give women or a, that where we, where we can start, what we can, what we can do better for ourselves? How do we, how do we find that? Oh, my favorite, say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say no to the things that do not fill your cup. Don't say yes. Don't say, of course, I can do this. Yes, I can do this work project, although you have it up to here. Or yes, I'm going to babysit tonight, although you'd rather want to go to the theater. Or things that, that really, the things that fill your cup, say no to the things that don't. And don't feel guilty about it. We tend to feel guilty so quickly when we say no. And maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I should have taken the, the kids because my kids need to go out too. And I'm the grandma now. And mm-hmm. you're like, no, they can go out some other night. They're younger than I am. So <laughs> not yeah. that I have grandkids already. I'll talk like it, but <laughs> that's my forward going plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, and I think a lot of people you may help who are over 50 may have kids and that no is important. Yep. Yep. And even, you know, if you're a late bloomer, as far as parenthood is concerned, you know, some women in their fifties, their kids are only 10, 12 years old. And they're in the thick of where I was in my twenties. And that's definitely the no is definitely a very good lesson for anybody to stake your ground, claim your ground and establish borders or boundaries. I should say is a better word boundaries. Yeah. Good boundaries make good friends and neighbors. <laughs> they used to say good fences, but I think it's good boundaries now. <laughs> <laughs> and so how would, you know, if somebody's inspired by you today, uh, how, how do they find you? How do they get involved with what you teach? How do they find out more about you? Oh, super simple. I'm everywhere on social media, literally, guys, under Heike Yates, and it's H-E-I-K-E. Y-A-T-E-S. And you Google it and you find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. I'm on Pinterest. Um, I have a podcast, Pursue Your Spark. So you can find me there as well. I'm literally, just remember, Heike Gates. You'll find me. That's wonderful. Because I think a lot of people, uh, they need to hear about this. They need to, you know, say yes to themselves and go after their passion. And one of the, you can't do it if you're not going to help. Yep. And they can reach out to me and uh, get their freebie, the five for 50 lifestyle guide as a quick start into what could happen. Where do you need the most help with? What is your why? Uh, where are you going with your journey? So it's a little of like a, a little like, hello, check out and then, and then make your decisions from there. And I'll definitely have your information um, on the podcast notes. Uh, so wherever you get your podcast, you'll be able to find that. You'll be able to get in touch with Heike or find her. And I think also Google is always the best thing. I think that's a great tip. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Google. Absolutely. What a one, well, what a great invention. I'm going to say, yeah, it's a good invention. 
Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you want to say to the listeners? No, I just want to say be strong, stand strong, set your boundaries, say no, and say to yourself, yes, I can. Yes. Thank you so much. I I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Christina. Thanks for listening to Christina. Now, go after your passion.